The Schnellzug slid into the huge vaulted station, punctual to the second by the Hauptbahnhof's great clock. Xander, the bodyguard, appeared first, blocked the doorway of his sleek carriage and didn't give a damn, looked around, took his time. He was slight for someone in his line of work, blonde and elegant in a dark suit, jacket unbuttoned. When he was satisfied, he moved to his left and Serrano stepped onto the platform. He too was in a dark suit, but there was nothing elegant about him. He was short and podgy, a sheen on his face, hair that looked lacquered and a roll of fat over his collar. A laptop computer case was slung over his shoulder. Next off was a middle-aged businessman, a man with a pinched and unhappy face who raised his head and sniffed the stale station air. After him came an elderly woman, an embalmed face, every detail of her attire perfect. Then a family of four, the parents first. Once Gastarbeiter from Anatolia, Anselm thought, now wealthy. Their teenage boy and girl followed, citizens of nowhere and everywhere. The pair were listening to music on headphones, moving their heads like sufferers from some exotic ailment. A woman was in the doorway. She was thirty, perhaps, in black, sensible heels, pants, dark hair scraped back, charcoal lipstick. Her face was severe, sharp planes, not unattractive. The woman, said Tilders. He had a mobile to his face, a long, earnest philosopher's face, a face made for pondering. Anselm half-turned, sipped some apfelkorn from the small bottle, swirled it around his mouth, felt the soft burn of the alcohol. He was on his second one. He was scared of a panic attack, and drink seemed to help keep them away. He drank too much anyway, didn't care except in the pre-dawn hours, the badlands of the night. The woman was carrying an aluminium case in her left hand, carrying it easily. From the east, said Tilders. Sure it's just three? Don't blame me, said Tilders. It's not our kind of work. Is it on? Anselm drained the tiny bottle. Yes, he said. Blame's all mine. Tilders spoke into his mobile. They followed the woman and Serrano and his bodyguard down the platform towards the escalator that led to the concourse. The woman kept a steady distance behind the men, people between them. On the crowded escalator, Xander looked back once, just a casual glance. Serrano had his head down, a man not interested in his surroundings, standing in the lee of his hired shield. When they reached the concourse, Xander paused, looked around again, then went right towards the Kirchen Alley exit. The woman didn't hesitate when she reached the concourse, turned right too, walking briskly. The concourse was crowded, workers and shoppers, travellers, youths on skates, buskers, beggars, petty criminals, pimps, whores, hustlers. Xander and Serrano were almost at the exit. Xander looked around again. The woman had been blocked by a group of schoolchildren on an excursion. She was ten metres behind them. Getting late, said Anselm. This wasn't going to work, he was sure of it. Scheiße, said Tilders. From nowhere came the gypsy boy, moving through the crowd at a half-run, twisting around people. A wiry child in a drab anorak, tousled black hair, ran straight into the woman, bumped her in the ribcage with his shoulder, hard, bumped her again as she went back. She fell down, hit the ground heavily, but held on to the case. Without hesitation, the boy stomped on her hand with a heavy Doc Martin's boot, thick-soled. She screamed in pain, opened her hand. He grabbed the aluminium case with his left hand, but she hooked an arm around his left leg. 
The boy kicked her in the neck, stooped and punched her in the mouth, between the breasts. One, two, his right hand a fist like a small bag of marbles. The woman fell back. No heart for hanging on. He was off, running for the exit. No one did anything. People didn't want to get involved in these things. They happened all the time, and it was dangerous to tackle the thieves. Even young children sometimes produced knives, slashed wildly. Recently a man had been stabbed in the groin, twice.